Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you all are doing well. I am so excited to be back today with another episode Today's episode is all about how to make big shifts in 2023. If you have been feeling stuck, stagnant, or maybe you've just been feeling like you have been holding yourself back in some way, then this episode is for you because I'm going to be sharing five powerful ways to make big shifts in your life this year. But before I dive into the main topic, I want to talk about the astrology forecast, and I know not everybody is interested in this, so feel free to fast forward if you could care less about astrology, but if you do enjoy astrology, then let's talk about it a little bit. So on January 20th, we will be moving into Aquarius season. And shortly following that, we will have a powerful new moon in Aquarius. So what does this mean, right? So Aquarius is the energy of innovation, authenticity, uniqueness, breaking free from those restrictions, going against the grain, taking the unconventional path, That's how I view Aquarius energy. So when it comes to this new moon, wherever this falls in your needle chart, that is going to be the area of your life where you're needing to kind of break free from tradition or break free from limiting beliefs that have been holding you back in that area of your life. If you follow me on Instagram, I share personalized messages for each rising sign when it comes to the full moon, the new moon, when it comes to certain powerful transits that are happening, like I just posted today about what your rising sign can expect when the sun moves into Aquarius, okay? So go to my Instagram at lduclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S if you want to see your message for your specific rising sign. Normally, I go into detail about your specific rising sign on these episodes, but honestly, I feel like not everybody wants to hear every single person's rising sign message, which I totally understand. That can be really boring. So instead, I'm going to be sharing written messages over on my Instagram. So feel free to follow me over there if you want to stay up to date with those very specific to your rising sign messages. Now, moving on, let's just talk again about this new moon, right? So this new moon that's happening, I believe it's January 21st. Yeah, January 21st is when this new moon is taking place. And so this is really asking you to show up more in your authentic self, right? Because oftentimes I feel like we create this mask that hides our authenticity because As a child, we didn't feel safe to express ourselves authentically in whatever way and other things like that that we just go through that condition us to kind of hide our true self out of fear and whatever else. So when you think about this new moon, think about where you need to start showing up more authentically and kind of working through those fears that hold you back from showing your authentic self. And on 
my last podcast episode with Courtney, we discussed this topic further. So feel free to listen to that episode if you haven't already. But we talk about how to show up more in your authentic self and, you know, working through those fears that may be holding you back from truly embracing your authenticity because that's going to be so important with this new moon. There is this new beginning. It's conjunct Pluto. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this new moon is conjunct Pluto. So there's powerful shifts and changes to be made that can completely transform whatever area of your life this falls in, which I will be sharing again on Instagram within the next few days, those new moon messages for you. But Go check out the messages for Aquarius season with the sun and where the sun's transited in your natal chart. Depending on your rising sign, I find you'll probably find those messages helpful as well. And I also just shared a post about aligning your energy with the planetary ruler of each day and how that will bring more ease and flow into your life. So check that out as well because I think you'll find it super helpful. And I mean, I guess I can kind of just go over it briefly in general right now because that relates to everyone. So essentially each day of the week is ruled by a planet. And when you tap into the energy of that planet and you, you know, base your days off of whatever planet is ruling that day, you will find that your life feels a lot more in flow and moves along with ease. So for example, if we start with Monday, right? So Monday is ruled by the moon, which is why on Mondays it's so important to really take care of your home, your family. I find cleaning your space on a Monday is really beneficial. Tapping more into your intuition, connecting with your intuition, journaling, reflection, all of that good stuff. Now, normally we think, okay, it's Monday, we need to start something new, right? Because it's a new week or whatever else, but it's actually better to hold off on initiating something new on a Monday because essentially the moon is very changeable. Therefore, anything that you start on a Monday may not follow through with consistency, so it's better to just hold off. Now, if we move on to Tuesday, that's ruled by Mars. Mars rules over Tuesday, so think, you know, taking action, initiation. You're going to feel really passionate, more passionate on Tuesdays typically. There's a lot of energy within you that you'll probably enjoy releasing, whether it's through, you know, I mean, Mars rules over sexuality and it also rules over conflict and how you react to anger and those kinds of energies. So working out and releasing energy through working out, fitness, things like that on a Tuesday would probably be very beneficial. And again, just initiating any creative projects that you want to do, I find Tuesday is great for that. Be mindful of conflict though, because again, it's a very fiery planet. Then we have Wednesday, which is ruled by Mercury, which is all about communication, planning. So like planning could be very beneficial on Wednesdays, communicating how you feel, doing tasks that are related to communication, whether it's writing, or speaking, or reading, learning, those kinds of things, contracts. Um, I feel like Mercury also kind of talks about contracts, so that's important to keep in mind. And then Thursday is ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter brings expansion, and Jupiter rules over philosophy, it rules over travel, higher learning, higher education. So 
if you want to travel, if you want to expand your knowledge, if you want to, you know, expand something in your life, like if you want to start a creative project that you want to expand, I feel like Jupiter energy is really good for that. So Thursday would be very beneficial for that kind of stuff. And again, learning or teaching on a Thursday, I feel like would also be really great with that Jupiter energy. And then Friday is ruled by Venus, which is all about love. It's about romance. It's about shopping, spending money, doing things that are luxurious. Think like beauty related things like getting your hair done, getting your nails done, things like that. That's a great day to do it because Friday is ruled by Venus. And if you want to party and socialize and whatever, I feel like Fridays are good for that. Then with Saturday, it's ruled by Saturn. So Saturn kind of like restricts, right, a little bit. It also is very patient, structured energy. So if you've had responsibilities that you maybe have been putting off, Saturdays are great for taking care of those responsibilities. And Saturday is also great for long-term planning, long-term goals. If you want to create something that has long-term stability, Saturdays are great energy for that in my opinion. Yeah, so that's that's Saturday. And then Sunday is ruled by the sun. So think creativity, expressing yourself creatively, doing things that help boost your confidence is really important. Self-love, self-care. That's why you see a lot of people have their Sunday self-care routines because the sun rules over Sundays and self-care is great for helping you boost your confidence, things like that. So anyways, that's a little bit about how you can use the planets that rule over each day to your benefit and I hope you found that helpful. But now without further ado, let's get into today's topic. way to create big shifts in your life this year is to start looking within rather than looking externally. Now, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, we are dealing with a numerology collective year number seven. This is a very spiritual number and this number holds a powerful vibration of introspection. This year, you will find positive changes and shifts if you start looking within. And what do I mean by this? As a collective, we have been conditioned to look outside of ourselves for happiness, for value, for our worth. It starts when we're children, right? We want to do our absolute best to get that recognition, to get that praise from our parents, from our teachers, from those around us. Everything we do, we usually were doing in order to please those around us, in order to get that praise, to get that recognition, to feel valuable, to feel loved. We wanted to get those good grades. We wanted to do those things that made our parents proud. We wanted that love and affection from our parents. And in school, you're often trying to make friends and get your classmates to like you. And then you start developing those crushes. And now you start paying attention to, you know, how you can make yourself look good and appear good on the outside the best way possible to win over your crush's attention, whatever else it may be. We often are set up on autopilot to win over the attention and approval of those around us. 
And then social media came along and now we are all attached to sharing things online and it's not just for ourselves, right? We're sharing things with others and sometimes it's in hopes that we get some sort of recognition. How many likes can we get? How many people are noticing us? How many people are acknowledging our content? Whatever it may be and everyone has a glimpse into our life at all times unless you're not on social media at all. And on top of that, now we start doing the whole comparison game. Comparing our life to the lives that we see online, comparing what we look like to what other people look like, especially online and so on. We follow career paths that we think will bring us the most security regardless if we find joy in that because we've been conditioned by those in power to live on survival mode. We live in a capitalistic society that pushes us to work hard, be productive 24-7 and chase after the money. But I am telling you, this year is different. It is time to take a different approach to life. And I think that you will find so much inner peace if you do choose to take a different route. If you don't figure out who you are and what you want, you know, we tend to get so lost in the concepts, the ideas that other people push onto us. And we never actually take the time to go within and figure out what we want. So instead, we just accept whatever comes our way and we just assume that it's right for us. But sometimes that's not the case, right? Sometimes you'll try to convince yourself that it's right for you when really it may not be right for you at all. But you have no idea because you haven't taken the time to actually go within and figure out what it is you truly want and what it is you truly believe is right for you. Sometimes what you believe is right for you is really not what you believe is right for you. It's what other people are telling you is right for you. Do you see what I'm saying? So rather than looking outside of yourself for that happiness, rather than looking for opinions from others about which way to go, what if you started looking within and started creating that within yourself? Often when we set new year goals, we are placing so much emphasis on the outcome, on the external goal. I want to buy a house or I want to make more money in 2023. I want to visit this vacation spot or I want to buy a car. There's always so much emphasis on the external, but what if instead you started to place more importance on the internal? The emotions that you want to cultivate within yourself in the next year. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel abundant? Do you want to feel freedom? Do you want to feel joy and excitement? What about inner peace and stability? And then you have to be honest with yourself. How am I still living my life in survival mode? How are my actions reflecting feelings that I am ready to let go of? Maybe you know in your heart that you're not feeling excited to go to work anymore. Your job is completely draining you. You don't feel comfortable around the people you work with, but your survival mode that you are stuck on is keeping you at this job. Now, survival mode is really just being stuck on this mode of taking action due to fear. Fear of not having enough money, fear that you won't be able to find a job that does bring you security and happiness. Fear that you'll make the wrong choice. But in 2023, it's really all about being honest with yourself when it comes to how you are choosing to live your life. Are you choosing to live your life trapped and chasing things that are outside of you? Or are you taking aligned action that reflect the emotions you wish to feel within? And there's a need to really start making choices and taking action that is aligned with the emotions that you wish to feel in 2023. Let go of taking actions that reflect fear or hate and instead take actions that reflect optimism, joy, security within yourself. 
Now the next big shift to make is to let go of the mask that you have created to protect your inner child. And I just mentioned this all about authenticity, right? 2023 is all about embracing authenticity and self-acceptance, especially with Pluto moving into Aquarius. So many of us have created this version of self that is keeping parts of us hidden due to underlying fears that most likely stem back to childhood. Fear of judgment, fear of abandonment, fear of disappointing others, fear of loss of control, fear of the unknown. Many of us don't want to disturb the peace and we want to have peaceful relationships with those around us, which is great, but oftentimes this can lead to us compromising a huge part of ourselves in order to keep those around us happy. But what does this actually do? It creates unhappiness within ourselves because we're not living our life being true to who we are. We are still holding ourselves back, hiding parts of us in order to be liked by others. We may do things we really don't want to do in order to keep the peace externally, but meanwhile, it brings discomfort internally. So in 2023, I really want you to stop hiding who you really are. You are meant to shine so brightly. With Pluto moving into Aquarius, this is all about letting your true self finally come to the surface, finally be seen. It's time to embrace your unique gifts and your talents. Stop hiding who you are because you are fearful of how those around you will react. When we hide our true self, we tend to align with people who aren't actually meant for us because we've created this version of self that is built off of, well, essentially lies, right? Now, It's not to say that you're fake because a lot of the times this is a way that we feel protected. Many who have gone through trauma and abuse create this mask in order to protect themselves. But then you're attracting people into your life who are attracted to that mask, which is not the true self, right? It's not who you truly are. And the more you align with who you truly are, you take that mask off, you'll start to align with people who are attracted to your authenticity. And those relationships are going to be so much more healthier because you're being true to yourself and you're not feeling like you have to dim to fit in or whatever else. If people don't like your authentic self, those people are not your people. They are not meant for you. We place so much value and worth in the opinions that people have of us. The truth is, those opinions are just their perceptions based off of their own experiences. Those opinions are not facts. If someone says something about you and you know it's clearly not true to who you are, you do not have to internalize that. And I know that it's hard to do because for so long we have been conditioned to place so much value on how others view us on being liked by others. It's hard to have love for yourself completely to the point where you no longer rely on validation from others. And when you are needing that validation from others, it's often a sign that there is a disconnect between you and your intuition. Being able to validate yourself and let go of the need for validation from others is a way to build self-trust. You'll begin to feel a lot more connected with your intuition because you are no longer living your life the way other people want you to live it, and you are finally choosing to live your life the way you want to live it. And there's truly nothing more freeing than that. So when you find yourself wanting to do something, like start a new business or go after a goal of yours, or you know, you're wearing an outfit and you're like, wow, this looks good. Believe that. Trust in that. Don't ask anyone else if it looks good. If you feel good in it, wear it. If that job feels good to you, 
go after it. Listen to how you feel rather than listening to what other people think, truly. When you are just out here creating a life that feels authentic to who you are and you don't have to worry about if other people approve of it or not because you know all that matters is that you are taking action that is in alignment with joy, happiness, and love rather than fear and hate, that is the most rewarding feeling and that is the ultimate goal. And this ties into shift number three, which is letting go of the pedestal that you place people and things on. This shift was huge for me because I used to get caught up in the comparison game and I used to place the value of others and even the value of things above myself. When the truth is, we are all one. That's what I believe. We are all here trying to figure this whole human existence thing out and we're all connected in some way. We're all one. I am you, you are me kind of deal. So when I stopped and thought about how insanely wild it is that we put people on these pedestals just because they have x y and z or because you know for example famous people think about it we put famous celebrities on a pedestal or we put people on a pedestal because they have more money than us or because they look a certain way they look we think they look better than us whatever it is their career is better than our career we put people on this pedestal with celebrities for example we treat them as if they are so powerful and we are just dying to get their autograph and to just get them to recognize us or whatever else that would be a dream come true to meet them right but really they are just humans just like all of us they have their flaws they feel their feelings the way that we do they are constantly learning and growing just like all of us, but yet we put them on a pedestal because of the public recognition they have, because of the fame that they have, or because of what they create, essentially, right? Which we are all creators. We all have the potential to create something beautiful. So what if you stopped looking at celebrities from this pedestal view? What if you can appreciate the music people create, the acting that they do in film? You can appreciate their talents without putting them on a pedestal. And you can recognize that you also have talents because we all do. Just because your talents aren't getting the public recognition like celebrities does not mean that you are any less than them. And your talents and your gifts don't make you better than anyone else. We are all one in the same. That's the shift I really had to make, and this doesn't just apply for celebrities. In a work environment, for example, this can also apply. Because I feel like we all have been so conditioned to see authority figures as people who are always right, can do no wrong, and you must always follow their orders no matter what. But as we've seen over the years, more and more coming to light about how this can be very damaging because authority figures are in fact just like us. There is corruption. People go on power trips and let power and authority and money control their actions. And next thing you know, you're getting taken advantage of because you put these people in authority on a pedestal and then fear takes over. Fear of pointing out the corruption because of backlash or fear of not speaking up for yourself when a boss is taking advantage of you because maybe you don't want to lose your job or whatever the case may be. These situations can often reflect back to us that struggle that we have with our own sense of self-worth. Knowing that you are worthy of healthy work environments, that you don't have to settle or turn a blind eye to the corruption that exists because power and money can lead to all sorts of corruption and power struggles. I think collectively, we are waking up more and more to the corruption that exists within people of authority. And I think that 2023 is an important year to start asking why. Start questioning things, right? Because for a while, we weren't really allowed to question. If we questioned, we were seen as 
you know, conspiracists. We were, we were seen as in the wrong. We were seen as bad. Like people would question things and people would want to shut them down and silence them. But it's important to start questioning things and knowing when to stand up for yourself without fear and remembering your worth. And that's not easy, especially with people in authoritative positions. But truly, my hope is that there will be a huge shift over the next years when it comes to those in authority and that a complete reform will happen so that we have people in these positions who are leading by example, leading by compassion, and not leading by fear and control. Because when people lead you into fearful thinking, it is manipulative and it is a way for them to control you. And lastly, with this whole pedestal topic, when it comes to relationships in your own life, especially in love, we can so easily put people on a pedestal and next thing you know, we are viewing our partner from this, they can't do any wrong perspective and we wear those rose-colored glasses. But sometimes I think we can so easily fall in love with the potential that we see in people instead of seeing them for who they really are. Remember, we cannot change people, so let go of that potential version of someone and see them for who they are right now, in this moment, and then ask yourself, is this okay? Are you happy? Are you being treated fairly in this relationship? You can then make changes in your own life instead of trying to force people to change because we simply cannot change other people. And it is exhausting and it's disappointing to try to change people. So in 2023, it's time to start seeing people for who they really are and then ask yourself, is this relationship reflecting back to me my worth or am I settling in hopes that they will potentially change and meet my expectations one day? And it's also time to stop playing small. Stop staying in relationships, jobs, places where you feel like you have outgrown or where you feel like people may be taking advantage of you because you are worthy of more. You don't have to stay where you are not treated with respect. Just because someone is your boss does not mean that they are better than you and that you deserve disrespect. Now, the next shift to make would be to allow yourself to disconnect and recharge more. We live in a day and age where we have information constantly coming our way through our phones, through TV, computers, when we're out and about. It's information overload. It's a blessing, but it's also a curse. And it can be extremely draining to be taking in information at all times. And I'm so guilty of this because I realize I can't be watching a movie without a few minutes later just feeling myself getting antsy and reaching for my phone. It's like I constantly need to distract myself and I just can't relax. With it being a collective year number seven, I think disconnecting and recharging is going to be extremely healing. Find the time to escape the distractions and to really just be present with yourself, with nature, with meditative music, whatever it may be that brings you grounding energy, however you like to recharge. For me, I love a good bubble bath maybe with some peaceful music and nothing else. And being out in nature is extremely therapeutic. I definitely recommend it. And lastly, be intentional. This is such an important shift to make because as I was mentioning earlier, the actions that we take are reflective of how we feel within. So when you take action, ask yourself, what is the intention behind this action? Is this action helping me to support the vision that I have for myself? Am I taking this action because I'm fearful or am I taking this action because it brings me joy? Am I doing this out of love or am I doing this out of spite? 
Becoming more aware of the intention behind our reactions, behind our actions, and taking a second to reflect before we respond is so important. Because it's so easy to react when we feel triggered. And when we react, when we are in that state, oftentimes our reactions are going to reflect frustration, fear, anger, pain. But do we want to feed those emotions? Are those the emotions that you're trying to cultivate in 2023? No. So instead, be intentional with your actions and be mindful of the emotion behind your actions. Now, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to feel angry, sad, upset. You need to feel all of your emotions. It is so important to do so. But what I'm saying is when you are in an emotional state of pain, frustration, anger, it's not always the best time to act. Instead, be there with your emotions. Allow those emotions to pass through. And once they pass, you'll then be able to take action from a clearer headspace. Also find healthier ways to release those emotions. When you feel frustrated or upset or angry, some great ways to release and connect with those emotions would be through writing. I find that very therapeutic. Or to just, you know, go to the gym, work out, release your emotions through maybe hitting a punching bag, screaming into a pillow, taking a walk outside. Because sometimes we need to take action when we feel that way, but at least those actions that are fueled by those emotions are healthier actions instead of taking actions that you might regret later, like yelling at someone who made you upset and saying things that may hurt and adding fuel to the fire. And this is also important to keep in mind when you are making decisions. I try to ask myself, what my intention is when I make decisions. Is my choice coming from a place of joy and excitement or am I making this choice due to fear and people pleasing? And sometimes we do have to do things that we aren't excited about, like going to the dentist or cleaning the house, but you can add joy to those mundane tasks. Adding things to these actions that bring in more enjoyment, like listening to your favorite podcast while at the dentist or while you clean your home. There are so many ways to cultivate the emotions that you wish to feel in 2023. You just have to start by being honest with yourself about where your actions and choices may be keeping you stuck in cycles that are draining your energy and keeping you on survival mode. And this is not easy to get out of, especially if you have been through a lot of trauma, a lot of pain. But I think the biggest thing that I've learned these past few years is that the more I kept myself in a victim mentality and the more I made myself the victim of my circumstances, the more I fed the fear, the frustration, the sadness, the anger, and my reality continued to reflect those emotions back to me all the time. I could not find opportunities to get out and could not find opportunities for growth because I wasn't open to seeing them. I was only open to seeing how my circumstances and situations held me back. It makes you powerless and it's time to take back your power. And the only way to do so is to be honest with yourself about where you need to make changes and remember that you are powerful. You do have more control over your life than you realize and you are worthy of an abundant life. And sometimes these concepts are hard to explain, but I really hope that this helped in some way. I feel like this year is going to be a powerful shift for all of us, but it really starts with you. Only you can make the change you wish to see. Only you can get yourself out of the cycles that you feel so stuck in. And taking accountability for your own life is hard, but the moment that you are honest with yourself and you take that accountability, you will be amazed by the opportunities that are suddenly attracted to you. I am rooting for you. 
So I hope that today's episode was helpful in one way or another. Please feel free to share it with someone who may need to hear this message. I also love connecting with you all on social media. I am at Duclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you so much love. Until next time. Mm